Looking for a brew unique to you? Find it at Kroger. Discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like Guatemala and dark and handsome. They're so organic, so sustainable, and so good. Visit Kroger today to get yours. The following is a fourth-hand production. What? No! You suck! trying to start the the episode like crazy but then sometimes like i just just fucking started dick (laughs) (laughs) and that's how we're starting the show welcome to what the suck guys i'm chris and this is my good friend hey i'm james what's up you hoes man we are at the season two finale season two finale i'm so glad we had this time together so sad but so kind of glad um, I'm gonna miss these movies for the next couple of months, but I'm not gonna miss these movies for the next couple of months. Yeah, but I need a break because I, I need, need to find a day. I need to find a life. Yeah, even though I'm married, I need to find one anyway because these movies suck the life from me. <laughs> yeah. So today's uh, season finale for the finale for season two, as I said multiple times in a row, is Dead Time Stories. Yes, anthology to end it, but unfortunately it has kind of a high rating, so I hope it's not too good, damn it. Hopefully not. It's um, a 1986 horror comedy anthology film written and directed by Jeffrey Delman in his directorial debut. His debut. His debut. Uh, Directed by Delman, written by William Paul, written by Delman, uh, J. Edward Kiernan, and John um, Charles F. Shelton. Uh, story by Jeffrey Delman, uh, starring Scott Valentine, don't know who that is, Melissa Leo, don't know who that is, Catherine Prune, don't know who that is, Anne Redfern, don't know who that is, Nicole Picard, don't know who that is. Who gives Matt, a fuck? Lou, stop, that stop. Is. Just go to the next one. Kathy Flake, don't know who that is, and Philip <laughs> Trey, don't know who that is. But uh, three of these fools got like links for other IMDb's, so, okay, he was on Family Ties as Nick Moore, don't care. Who? Uh, I don't know. Melissa Leo is an American, she's a, a she's a, won an Academy Award, What? An Academy Award winning person is in this movie? Yeah, what does she what win? What in the Let's fuck she... are we doing? I don't know. Let me see. Man, she was in All My Children. She was on Homicide. She was in Wayward Pines. Uh, wow. Okay. Boy, I'm impressed. Man, this, well, because it was 86, so it must have been like before she actually broke through and made her, her stride or whatever. But, uh, all righty then. Um, Academy Award winner <clears throat> in in our season finale, dude. We Man. we are way out of bounds. Who do, who, do, who do we think we are? It's a horror podcast. We don't watch good shit. Hell no, we don't. We don't watch good horror movies. We no. watch shitty horror movies. That's right. Music by Larry Juris. Um, and a bunch of people worked on other bullshit. Uh, distributed <laughs> by Palisades Entertainment, Cinema Group, Bedford Entertainment. Release date November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. Running time was smooth, jazzy, 83 minutes. Damn. Uh, box office was $2.7 million for this motherfucker. $2.7 million. $2.7 million. But it doesn't give us a budget. Does not give us a budget. Uh, this movie was also released as 
internationally as Freaky Fairy Tales. Now, I'd like that better. I like this other one. The Greebles from Dead Time Stories. I don't know what the fuck a Greeble is, but I like that title better. Greebles wobble. Greeble gobble. But they don't fall down. Oh, no, those are Weeble Wobbles. I know. Not Greebles. Man. Oh, most people listening to this don't know no damn Weebles. All right, so let's find out what this horror anthology piece of shit's all about. Must we? All right. No, Nobody lives happily ever after. That ain't no shit. Once upon a time, when you were six years old, your parents used to tell you bedtime stories. Mine did not. They told my ass to go to bed at 8 o'clock <laughs> and leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> we're trying to get it on. Fuck off. Somehow, though, <laughs> those stories became twisted in your dreams. And you sometimes had the worst nightmares about haunted heroes, fire-eating witches, and blood-sucking werewolves who ate children for breakfast. Remember? No, I never had any of that bullshit. No. I, was, I wasn't on acid when I was eight years old. I dreamed about Linda Carter. Yeah, I dreamed about... Damn near every night. Yeah, I didn't dream about werewolves. I dreamed about, like... Uh, anyway. Shit, well, who am I kidding? I still dream about Linda Carter. She's still fine for her she age. She is very fine yeah. for her age. And I'm old, too, so... Linda, if you're listening, and you're sick of that rich fool you're married to... Look me up. He's single. Look him, hook him up. That's right. You will well, not be disappointed. Hold on to your popcorn because your favorite <laughs> nightmares came to life or come to life in a horror fantasy salute to the age-old bedtime story ritual. Travel on a mysterious journey to a medieval world populated by blood-crazed witches, evil experiments, and captive maidens. Ooh, the captive maidens. Then, from the catacombs and dark caverns of medieval Europe, you plunge into modern suburbia and the frolicsome ventures of a nubile lady, jogger tracked by a savage werewolf. This, this sounds stupid as shit. Yes, it does. Finally. Perfect. Sensuality becomes macabre black comedy as you follow the trail of three escaped mental <laughs> patients who share a country house with a daffy murderous. I'm sorry, but sensuality... Black comedy and mental patience are not three things I want in my sentence. Yes, and why did you transform into Shatner because, at the end of the synopsis? Because it said, finally, sensuality and Shatner is sensual. Well, you know, we got to lose our fucking minds anyway because this is our finale. Got to go out with a bang. Hopefully. We'll have a couple months off. Uh, Chris and I will be reworking the show. Still going to be basic, same format, but we are going to add some twists, some surprises, some, some additional extra goodies. goodies for you. We're going to up our game significantly. So, yeah, so, so keep an eye out for it. Keep an eye out for it. But uh, if you haven't listened to the rest of our episodes, go on back to the beginning. Yes. And, you know, occupy yourselves for the next and, couple um, months. <laughs> and uh, that way you won't have to hear about, the, you won't have to hear us tell us, tell you the um, rating system because we're not going to tell you anyway. Nope. Because you can go back and listen to all of season one. We abbreviate it. About half of season two and figure out what that is. Yep. Um, we might even revamp the rating system. Not sure yet. Everything's up in the air. We're going crazy. It's wild. You know, it's crazy Murray's all out uh, clearance sales. So oh, my God. Everything's got to go. So we'll <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, so basically the, ba- the, the rundown is emoji, uh, shit turd rating scale, one to five. <laughs> I like the way you, you throw it all backwards. Yes, he is correct, folks. <laughs> one through five shit emojis is how we rate our movies. One being the best, five being a train wreck of epic proportions, which is what we kind of shoot for every time because that's the point. Yeah. Now, crappy horror movies, as we've always said, deserve love to somebody worked real hard on them and sometimes maybe not so hard, but at least they did something to get a shitty product out there, and it deserves to be watched at it least does. once. And like I said, if you start with one star, those are the ones you're going to keep in your queue. 
the classics, the Jack Frost, the Hobgoblins. Those yes. are the, the primo. And then you got your Zozos, which are so far in the dumpster. Those aren't even five. Those are six. That was a six. That that's is six. true. Don't watch that one, y'all. It sucks. But that's just an example. Yeah. But as the star, as the uh, stars. Yeah. You keep saying stars, I, man. Well, you know what? It wouldn't be an episode without me staying no, star. No shit. Anyway. The greater number of turds, the greater number of bottles of alcohol you need to have yes. present during the viewing of these motion pictures. Yes. Drink. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna- and, and and so it, it's a very interesting correlation. So the greater number of shit emojis means the greater number of alcohol drinks you need to consume, but also means the greater number of friends you need to have along with you to share in your misery. And rip it to shreds, laugh at it, have fun. I'm telling you, it's a blast. Yeah. Uh, we've done this many, many times. Uh, you know, we what is this? going to be this damn near our 50th episode of this, I think. Yeah, We're yeah up to pretty much. We're 49, 50 episodes now. Yeah. So that is 49 or 50 painfully bad. bad horror movies we have endured for your entertainment. Really bad. And you're welcome. And we love you. And we'll keep doing it for you because, because we love y'all. And like I said, definitely keep your eye out for season three. It's gonna be a little wilder, a little crazier, and you think, hell, how can these guys, these two bozos, get any weirder? Oh, just you wait. Just yeah, just we, you, you wait. ain't seen shit. Just you wait. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Well, get ready because you're about to. That's right. All right, let's get on with this review, shall we? Oh God, let's do it. Fantastic. All right. Holy, as we always say, shit. This one, I am happy to report, is is going to get a much higher mark than our uh, season one finale. I will tell you that at least. It is nowhere near a six. No. Nowhere near a six. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Once you start us off, James. Uh, must I? Yeah, you have to. I said so. Do it. Okay. Well, anyway... Anyway, damn you start it. off with the anyways. That's why you start off, buddy. That's what I you, do. You paid the big bucks. That's when you try to breathe and try to think. Like anyway, <gasps> well, it starts with this perverted uncle, <laughs> like it always does, panting and breathing heavy and shit, and walking down the hall, and it sounds like a monster. You're like, what the hell? Turns out to be the you know 
this kid's uncle, he's going to his kid's room. He's, I guess he's babysitting his nephew or something, looking yep. after him. Little brat's in there hollering and screaming about the monsters in the room and all this shit. So he coaxes him into telling him some stories. Some bedtime stories. Shitty ones, too. Yes. And but. Because the uncle's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he is indeed a piece of shit. He takes three American classics and basically slaughters them. Yes. And twists them into his own demented uh to, to his own demented story, so basically he he could get through them without going nuts and choking the shit out of this little fucker. <laughs> yeah. Because this kid was annoying. Yeah, he know? was. Uh, so the first story we got. Well, before that, know, before we talk the story, let's talk about the uh, the credit scene. The glorious credits? Yeah, so it, while the uncle's talking to the kid, it um, transitions to a, a cartoon or a, a drawing of the two of them, and it turns out to be, zooms out, and it's the cover of this book, of the Dead Time Stories book. Dead Time Stories. you get a human hand who begins to turn the pages. And Creep the, shell ripoff? Yeah. The pages are <laughs> the, um, the credits. So each page has like a bunch of old style art on it and um and then the names of the cast and goes through all the the crew and everything. Uh but during that in between every few pages like it starts off with the human hand turning the pages. But then a few pages later this one monster hand comes up, moves yep. his hand out the way and then starts to turn pages himself. <laughs> and then it continues after that is like a creature from the Black Lagoon hand. And then after that, it's like an ogre hand. Yeah, it just keeps changing. Yeah, it, it's it's really cool. It's actually pretty neat. Um, the, the 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 like the artwork on the book is really cool. It's very old, like a Renaissance style art. Uh, it's, it's very, almost time bent. It's kind of like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a very different, interesting way of doing the credit scene. Yes, it is. It's it's the most interesting way we've seen so far on the show. It is. It it's, is really cool. It is pretty neat. Yeah, and then you get this wannabe love ballad singing over it <laughs> that I I believe the director wrote himself talking about uh something about how like like remembering bedtime tales as a kid how are we not messed up or some shit like that yeah no kidding but it's it's yeah. a, it's a really it's not I'm like, okay I want to say it's a good power ballad but it's definitely a typical power ballad from the 80s it's it's total crap but it is good it's yeah. good crap so then, so okay, so that's the end. And like I said, it, it just it changes hands, and, and the, the music. We can't forget the glorious music by I guess it's Taj. Oh yeah, and Taj. This awesome, awesomely terrible synth music. Well, that doesn't come in, but like <laughs> like one scene, and that's it. The rest of it's just really stupid, normal like uh, 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 music or background music. But yeah, so so after this credit sequence, then we go into the first story, James, and it. Uh, and and the page flipping did seem to take forever. It, yeah, it, I mean, it went through all the cast and all the crew, so of course it yep. took fucking forever to get through. So the first story. Yep, I'm sitting there slapping my head back and forth trying to remember the first story because my brain is numb. Well, the first story. Okay, so the first story involves Peter, who has been, uh, I don't want to say kidnapped by played witches. By, yep, played but, by Scott Valentine, which. I didn't know the name, but the minute I saw his face, it started driving me freaking crazy. He plays the ditzy boyfriend of Mallory in Family Ties. He has been in other stuff. We mm-hmm. did look up his... Uh, Not very good stuff, though. No. Everything's been crap. direct to... Yeah. Well, he was no Oscar winner. That's for damn no, sure. No, that's for damn sure. So he he's a 
from what I understood, he's a ward of these two witches who use him as labor. Well, they bought him. They, they bought, bought him. him as a slave. He was okay, like broke so and he's starving. A slave. So, okay. so they sold, he, he sold into slavery, and they take his ass back to their little lair, and they're feeding him, they're taking care of him, but his sole purpose for these people... Is to do the labor. Is to do the Heavy labor, lifting. and eventually seduce this little... This, this little, little chick, uh, this 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 pure virgin or whatever. Yeah, because you don't get it at first. You're like, what the hell are they doing? They're digging through the forest. But what they do is they go and get their dead sister. Yes, these two witches. Well, before they do that, they lure the a a, um, a preacher in, who uh, is who goes there because he thinks it's a whorehouse. Oh, and <laughs> they they dope him up with like peyote or some shit. And so instead of seeing the two nasty witches, he sees two beautiful young women. That he, is he right. He thinks he's at a whorehouse. That's right. Um, and while he's in this trance, uh, they put this red gel on his arm, which burns it off, and his arm uh, starts crawling by itself. Yes. Like you said, that's when uh, the thing was born. So the thing was born, yeah. Uh, so then they, they use the hand in a bowl, and they put some magic powder bullshit over it. And the hand, <laughs> the hand is what points them to the direction of where their sister is buried. Which I'm sitting there going, why? I, mean, I, I Maybe he was the one that buried her or something. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's the one that killed her and he buried her secretly. But uh, so anyway, so yeah, so that that's what that's what he's there for. So and then he, they they get to where the sister's buried. It's in a cave apparently. Yeah. She's up against the wall. They find her skeleton. They pull her her dead dry ass heart out and <laughs> take it back to. Their hut, and that's when they realize they need to get a virgin to yep. sacrifice in order to bring their sister back. That's it. So that's when they send little little bitch boy out, go out there in the forest and seduce this young girl. They find she's out there doing laundry or something over a fire, you know, the old style and all this. Yeah. And she's like, and she's funny because she's very standoffish with him. She's like, "What the hell are you doing here? What yeah. do you want? Go. What do you quit staring? Go at away. Me. Leave me alone." And so they start talking. They sit down to eat, and while they're doing that, he does something to distract her, and while he's doing that, they sneak up behind her, chloroform her, and they drag her ass back to the lair. Yes, master, wonderful master plan. Yes, fantastic. So good. And then they get there, and they tie her to this wooden cross-looking thing, and then they stand her up, and I make note that... You know she'll she'll never get out of this. These binds are just too tight. The ropes are literally dangling. Oh yeah, right on in neck. front of her and yeah. stuff like that. She's not tied up. You can see she can get out of there. Well, she's doped up, so she's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the little bitch boy. I'm just going to call him that. Cause I don't remember he, his he, name. Yeah, little <laughs> bitch boy. I think we said it earlier, but I forgot. So, LBB. LBB. <laughs> well, it's obvious. A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's obvious, like you said, she used to be a sacrifice. Yes. In this ritual to bring their sister back. But he goes up and he whispers to her, don't worry. You know, I'll get you out of here and all this shit. Yeah, because so obviously he, he likes her. He he asked them to be the one to uh, sacrifice her because they yeah. were going to do it. But he wants to do it because he has this plan that he wants to rescue her. Because he, he's the, the one normal woman he sees, he's in love with all, automatically. Yeah, and what's funny is the damn witch comes up and says, no, this one's too important. Let him kill the next one. But then the other witch is like, <laughs> come on, he can do it. Come on, come yeah. on. And while, uh, while that's going on, they get the sister's heart out, put it in a bowl. Pour this magic blood over it. So, yeah, and, and it starts to beat. 
in the very puppeteering fashion, the 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 heart starts to uh, reinflate and then becomes covered in blood and starts to pump, like you said. It starts to pump, and then all of a sudden, these tendrils and stuff start coursing through this well, the skeleton. Yeah, so they put it inside. They put it inside the sister skeleton. Yeah, and then, like you said, like all these tendrils come out. It start, it's very cheap rip-offish Hellraiser kind of type of yeah because type of effect. they start to wrap around the skeleton and then they start making like. Uh, Whatever the hell's under, like your muscle, they start making that uh, the the veins and stuff. Yeah, it's like they made this plastic dummy with fake blood and shit, melted it down, and then played it in reverse. Right. So this thing, you know, as it was recovering, so to say, as she was regenerating. Yeah, because then it starts making like muscles, and then it starts to make skin, and then the eyes reappear, and <laughs> and I mean, you know, it's it's pretty decent uh, practical effects. Nothing fantastic. Nothing fantastic, but we've we've definitely seen a hell of a lot worse. Yes, we saw a hell of a lot worse in Poltergeist Three. Yes, yeah, Ugh, Lord. But uh, this isn't too bad. It's it's really gory. It's kind of like I said, uh, Hellraiser ish, kind of a uh, Lord Lord of Illusion ish. We say ish, ish. Yeah, yeah, we say ish because Hellraiser was a freaking masterpiece. Well, I, I wouldn't put it that, but it was definitely I, really good. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. This, yeah, yeah, no, this is just nowhere <laughs> near that. That's why it's on the show. I mean, with Alka Seltzer face and everything all melting, and then all of a sudden. The thing has hair. Yeah. yeah. And and this sequence takes forever, but it's it's meant to show off all the special effects and the practical effects, which are like I said, are are decent. Nothing to write home about. But halfway through it, they turn to Bitch Boy, LBB, and they say, Look, okay, you need to sacrifice her so that it's a life for her life. Kill her, bring back the sister. Well, I love it. Well, anyway, the two Klingons, yeah, as I call them, the two Klingon sisters are staying there. They suspect nothing. She says, Kill her now. He draws back and bitch boy nails this bitch in the forehead with the a main knife. witch right in the forehead bam plants it. plants it the other witch tries to attack him she gets clunked by the little blonde bitch yeah because he's able to untie her and so while yep. he, she's the witch is chasing him oh with a sword with a sword we yes. can't forget that with a sword which has yes. got a sword yeah. <laughs> that witch so to fend her off, he starts throwing eyeballs that just happen to be in his bowl. Of course, I mean, throwing... it's a witch house. There's always eyeballs in a bowl. Uh, in I guess house. so. I... Yeah, so she knocks her out, and then they take off. And then the sister who's got the knife in her head falls dead over the corpse. And while she's bleeding out, the sister that's regenerating is gulping the blood that's pouring out of her head. Yeah. It's pretty nasty. And you see, once they, they run out of the house, it shows the table and the sister's gone. It's just the skin that's left there. And you're like, before. oh, damn. She doesn't shed her skin. She's on the prowl. That's right. So they end, their, they end up in this, in this canyon, this uh, really fake looking canyon set. And they come across a Sith Lord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then they come across some dude in like a big old black uh, uh, hooded robe just standing there with the, yeah. the hood over the face. It's like, oh, it's it's a Sith Lord. Uh, they walk up to it because they're idiots. And it turns out to be the sister. That's it. And that's stupid. It's like, no, let's not run when there's a mysterious dark figure with a hood standing in front of us. Yeah. Let's walk over there and fuck with and it. And they'll say, excuse me, sir. Do you know where I can find the 7-Eleven or whatever? But exactly. She pulls the hood back and it, she looks like Richard Ramirez. And she, <laughs> <laughs> she does. And she starts to uh, attack a bitch boy. And... Um, while she's doing that, he goes straight fucking Temple of Doom on her ass. Yes, and in uh, awesome fashion, just call him all like a motherfucker. Pulls that heart out. Pulls that motherfucker out and throws it against the wall. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even cooler. Even cooler. You're going too far ahead. Even oh, cooler. Yeah. I did. Sorry. He, he pulls the heart out, oh, and, yeah. and she drops dead, and he's li- he lifts it up and looks at it. All of a sudden, oh, it becomes man. a fucking face hugger, and whap. <laughs> 
fucking attaches to his fucking face yeah, on his I, eyes and shit. I definitely can't miss that. That, no. that. that was hilarious. Now, so while he's holding it, before it goes onto his face, it, it, it cuts back to the witch and she's just bones again. But when it cuts back and it goes on his face, it's fucking glorious. It's fantastic. It, it is. It's so cool. So then the blonde bitch pulls it off his face and then throws it at the wall. But that second, when it grabs his face like a face hugger, was so not expecting it. It's fucking brilliant. We I, busted out laughing, and I, I can't believe I skipped it. I, I give like, that part, shit. just that part, I give it a one turd. That's a one turd yeah. right there. That one part makes this segment a one turd to me. Yep. Yeah. Because it was, it was just funny as shit. As shit. It was because no, the, the three quarters of this thing was boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was really not that great, but that part made up for it. The Kali Mall and then the face hugger. Yeah. Perfect. There's, there's no reason for the, for the heart to be a face hugger, but they threw it in there. I'm like, fucking thank you for doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. So then they go off to the forest, they kiss, in the story, big fucking whoop. Well, then the kid bitches because he's like, oh, I don't want it to end on mushy. I want horror stories. So then he tells another part real quick. He says, oh, and all of a sudden, Morgan jumps back up and she's got both of them and she shaking them. them by the neck. Yeah. It's and stupid looking. And you can see the paper mache rocks moving. Yeah. The, the set's moving. The, the, the cheap Very piece poorly of shit. done. But then end of story again. So Uncle tries to leave the room after telling the first story. Yep. And the little whiny ass starts up again. So Uncle, Uncle has Mike. to come back in and tell another fucking story so he'll go his well, bitch ass does, to sleep. Because without the uncle telling the stories, we ain't got a fucking movie. It wouldn't, wouldn't be an anthology. That's right. So so the next story he tells is is a modern telling of Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, it's more like Little, little Ho Riding Hood. <laughs> Uh, so yep. starts off with Red Hood in her bedroom. Uh, she starts to unbutton her shirt. She's half naked. She's rubbing her belly like a freak. And then she at starts, this point, I'm praying for the rescue titties. Yes, but they're, but they're not coming. No RTs. But she does have an adorable German Shepherd in her room. So that's points for that. Um, but she's having this daydream where her douche of a boyfriend has come up behind her and starting to kiss her. And it's this <laughs> fucking long ass sequence of her kissing her and rubbing, off, rub, rubbing up on her. And I'm just like, show me some RTs or move the fuck on. Exactly. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't do that. No. It, it just link. It doesn't, doesn't show RTs and no. it doesn't move the fuck on. It link, and nobody cares about this at no. this point. So, She's got huge fucking eyes, weird hair, big yeah. ass teeth, yeah, and a half ass decent body. She looks like the wolf, yeah. And and so <laughs> then, then she snapped out of her 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 um her daydream by her mom, who says she has to go to the store to get money uh, uh medicine for her grandmother. So she dons her nineteen eighties red velvet jumpsuit that's it she's out jogging with the hood with the hood that's right can't forget the hood is up so then we cut to a scene of inside of a pharmacy where we're introduced to the quote-unquote wolf who's wearing um black leather pants (laughs) and a brown members only jacket and he's doing he's doing a fucking dope deal with the pharmacist yeah and we kind of figured this out when he was in there, because he says, I need to be knocked out. And I said, oh, he's the fucking wolf. He's the fucking wolf. What he's actually trying to do is buy drugs so he can over, he can just basically dose himself into a coma That's right. and skip it's the full moon, moon cycle. It's the full yeah. moon. That's right. So he's actually trying to do the right thing. Right. He's actually a good werewolf. But then know? little Miss Red Bitch White Privilege comes in. <laughs> and Shit. while while Wolf is talking to the pharmacist, she just comes up to the counter and just interrupts their, their conversation. I mean, just bust the fuck right takes, up in the middle of their conversation. Yeah, yeah and just breaks up their dope deal. I mean, yeah. just all in the middle of it. Yeah, she says, I'm here. Pay attention to me, whatever. My name's Karen. And so then, you know, he goes to the back, does his thing, whatever, comes back. 
gives her the package. Turns out to be the wrong package. We find yep. that later. It's the wrong package. Yep. She gave her. She, he gave her the dope, whatever the fuck he needs. Gave the wolf Maylox. grandmother's Maylocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta have a little help. You know, shitting out those human bones and stuff. I think. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. But uh... so then, little Red Ho uh, meets up with her douche boyfriend in the park and kissing whatever. And then this has to be in the annals of horror movies. The worst attempt at a lovemaking scene, mm. uh, should I say, because they don't show anything, but they the, the the struggle of this whole scene actually makes you physically uncomfortable. You're like, you just want to slap the living shit out of this guy. Yeah, so they, they go to this fucking tool shed in the, in the graveyard. Shed for the tennis courts. For the tennis courts. Yeah. He blows up this 25-cent fucking air mattress. A single. Not even a double. It takes him three hours because he's a fucking douche and pansy. (laughs) He blows it up, and then he and then he they start to do it and they have sex. Whatever they don't show anything. It's it's lame. It's boring. And it's it's just it's disgusting because it's in a fucking tool shed. Uh, While that's all going on, the jump back to Wolf House. He goes to his house. He's getting ready to dope himself up. He pulls medicine out. It's actually Maylox. He goes back to the pharmacist. Tells him what happened. The pharmacist says, "Look, here's the address of the old lady." Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. With equipment breakdown coverage from American Family Insurance, you can protect all the things that keep your dream home running from sudden mechanical or electrical issues. Because this sound shouldn't mean... Contact your local agent or visit AmFam.com to learn more. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Refer to policy for equipment breakdown, covered losses, deductible limitations, and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state. To be there. Yep. So he goes to the house, knocks on the door. The old lady is not letting him in, doesn't have it, wants nothing to do with him. So he... Sits there waiting for Hood, uh, Red Riding Hood to show up. Yep. And pacing, pacing, nervous. All this time she's getting her, her, you know, her limp dick on with, with limp dick. <laughs> and then after it's over, so it, okay, this is so funny. They, they start during the day, right? It's yeah. probably, probably like, I don't know, maybe three or four, maybe whatever. Yeah. Uh, bright outside. By the time they get the air mattress filled up and they finally do it for like three seconds, mind you. That it was very brief, right? But they they take some three hours to get the air mattress built, uh, uh, filled up, and then prepare to do the deed. Ten seconds later, it's done. It's done. And, and, and another thing, you gotta you gotta 
elaborate on the uncomfortableness of this whole situation. Not only are they on a single-size air mattress, he is literally on top of her in all means. He's like laying flat on top of her. His legs aren't touching the ground. Nothing. He's literally laying on top of her. And they're both just wearing socks. And they're just sitting there wiggling. Just wearing socks, yeah. Wiggling like a couple of worms. And yeah, it, <laughs> boom, it's, it. it's the most awkward, and it's it's done. It was horribly done. But and then, but while that's happening, it's it gets dark. The wolf guy at Grandma's house begins to change and turns into a wolf. Yeah, he starts pacing. He's like, "Not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready." Because yeah, the sun's gone down. Everything's blue now. There's yeah. no light. <laughs> so it's nighttime. So he turns to a wolf and he takes off. Somehow figuring out they're at the fucking. No, he doesn't figure out. He takes off. No, he doesn't take off. He he just turns to a wolf. What happens is we cut back to the fucking the dipshits, and they've already finished doing it. They're they're dressed. Yep. And then the maintenance guy walks in. Shows up. Oh. Shows up and walks in. Kicks doesn't him say out. anything. They leave. She they walks out and she's like, "What time is it?" And he's like, "It must be six. It's the darkest fucking six I've ever seen." Yeah. No shit. Uh, and so she runs to grandma's house. But while that's happening. The grandma is being stalked by the wolf. And what was funny at this part, nothing has happened. And we get this little subtitle of crickets chirping. I'm like, no shit. No, yeah, yeah, we're crickets fucking, chirping. My, yeah, nothing's no fucking shit. happening. It, it was literally very boring. Again, the segment starts out boring, but then it starts to pick up a little steam here. A little here. bit, yeah. The best part is, while the whole scene of, of, of the grandmother being stalked by the, the wolf is happening, you don't see it really much. And she opens the door. She goes outside. She doesn't see anything. Uh, she comes back in. <clears throat> and then she locks the door. And the wolf starts banging on the door. And she, she tells him to go away. Because, yeah, she, she, he knocked over the trash can on purpose. Yeah, it doesn't matter. She went outside. Attention. She came back in. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> and so she's she's realizing the, the basement door is not closed. So she runs to do it, gets the latch on, but what happens? Right as she that latches it. happens in every damn movie, of course. It swings open a little bit. Here comes the hand. Yep. Whoosh. Yep. Jump, attempted a jump scare, but... The best part is <laughs> she's walking back to the front door, right? Yep. She she The front door is open. Okay, she's walking back to the front door. And you can see behind her into yeah. the next room. The, the camera is facing her. And you see the room behind her, which is her living room. And it's just panning or it's just following her as as she's walking to the front door. When she gets to the front door, she looks around, doesn't see anything. All of a sudden, from behind and fucking beneath her, (laughs) beneath, the wolf jumps up, literally up, and bites her on the neck and brings her down. But when I say beneath, I'm literally saying beneath because you can see behind her. He you didn't see all the floor area. He didn't run. He didn't crawl. In order for him to have jumped up right behind her, he would have had to fucking belly crawl through the entire <laughs> fucking living room, stop right at her fucking feet, and then just pop up real quick. But, and but that one move made us laugh so damn hard. It was the funniest. It, it raised this shit. a couple of turds for yes. me. It yes, ra- it raised it a couple of damn turds. That scene is fucking hilariously bad. It's so like. Who thought it'd be a good idea to have him pop up like that? Because you know you can see the whole room behind him. You can tell he's he's not he's not running or anything. He's just no. fucking belly crawling. Oh man! And and Ugh. what's funny is he doesn't even look like a wolf. He no. just got a fucked up face, and the rest of his body is a human. He's got some little claws and stuff. He looks like he, the he's kind of fucking... like a very poor imitation of the hybrid from Underworld. 
He's he, he's got a human body and a wolf looking face, kind of, but nowhere near that badass. See, I thought but, he looked like the fucking creatures from Sleepwalkers, just with hair on them. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah, that yeah. that's how bad he looks. So he, the Red Riding Hood, shows up at her grandmother's house, walks in, finds her grandma down, being eaten by the wolf. <laughs> the wolf attacks her, starts to grope her because he's a fucking pervert. That's what I was saying. I was like, he, yeah, he about to get he about to get his freak on. Yeah. Uh, and so they wrestle around or whatever, and she's able to get a hold of this silver cake cutter that her grandmother had, uh, stabs him in the neck. He falls, he hits the handle, it, it punctures straight into his neck again, and he dies. He turns back into douchebag, turns or to back wolf, into the douche, wolf man, into the dope head. Yeah, yeah. And then dies. Grandma wakes up. She's still alive. She didn't die. So she wakes up. They take her to the hospital. She's in the hospital. Like David fucking Kessler coming back, yeah. Like David Kessler, that's right. <laughs> Except that the uh, the daughter granddaughter's not dead; she's actually alive. She's that's not alive. in limbo. That's right. um, <laughs> <laughs> so she wakes up and she's like trying to explain what happened. Ever and, and you, it, you know, it, it cuts from her, her from her, looking at her to looking at the granddaughter. And you look at the granddaughter; you can see behind her is a window, and you can clearly see the full moon. Oh. So what happens? Grandma loses her shit, starts to snarl and growl. And then, and then here come the teeth, and the oh my god! The episode ends with her looking at her grandma, and the last line she says is, "What big teeth you have!" And that's the end of the of the segment. Thank God it was. Now that segment to me wasn't quite as good as the first. No, it I was mean, okay. It was. It was the same as the first. You it think? was it was just as boring for the most part. And then there was one part in it that really made us laugh and really kind of the saved jump. it a bit. Yep. Yeah. There's guess. just enough corniness in this movie to make it entertaining. Yeah. So, so. we went through the same scenario again where uh, the uncle tells a story, goes, but this leaves. time, it, but it, you know, but like at this point, he's starting to lose his shit with his kid. Yeah, he's, he's like sick of him whining and because hollering and shit. He, he's trying to watch Miss Nude Universe downstairs on cable and and <laughs> and you know whack his little uncle trying to but, get his spank on. Yeah, yep. but the kid keeps fucking up his flow. Well, you know how it is. Kids are cock blocks. They are cock know? blocks. It's like get out of my damn room. So he decides to tell him one more story. Yeah, ain't mm-hmm. nothing like being in the middle of the action and you hear. I need a drink of water <laughs> sounds from like, inside your room. <laughs> sounds like from experience, but let's move on. <laughs> so the third story is Goldilocks <laughs> and the Three Bears. But again, it's a modern this one's a modern telling. Uh and the difference is that Pop the the three bears are criminals. Yes, they are. Uh Papa Bear and Baby Bear. Papa Bear is an old uh, actor playing an old man. Uh Baby Bear is this tall dude playing a uh mentally handicapped giant. Yeah. And they are in an insane asylum, but uh, they are breaking out. Yes, they are. And Mama Bear is their getaway driver. She rolls up in the car, and she's she's the only sane one of the bunch. I mean, that's yeah, that's not really saying much, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, she's only Papa's a kind of kind of sane, but he's also got a, a temper. Yes, he does. Yeah. So they get in the car and they, they go take off, but not without running over the uh, the security guard who was doing nothing but his job. And um, she's going like 10 miles an hour. They just broke out of prison. Yeah. And she's, and she's driving well, like 10 miles an hour. Yeah. So then it cuts to, uh, a, 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 well, they're talking about, you know, where, where can they hide out and where can they, you know, lay low, whatever. And they, they this is so dumb. They mention that they have that, <laughs> they have a house in Amityville that's abandoned they can go to. Yeah. And clearly this is supposed to be the house from the Amityville Horror. Yeah. They're making reference to the fact that they live in that house. 
bullshit. And yeah, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, and so it cuts to the house, and and then we see a young blonde girl um, sitting on the ground, and there's a man laying next to her, and, and she's saying some bullshit about how she's not ready to go that far, and that she's flattered, and blah blah blah. And then it cuts to the man. He's got this big ass fucking stake in his chest. <laughs> yeah, fence post through his. He's, he's, yeah, he's got a fence post through his fucking chest. He's not yep. quite dead yet. She stands up, crosses her eyes, shakes him real fast, and all of a sudden the post turns, kills him, and then she's able to lift him up with her mind. So she has telekinesis. So powers. she's a Jedi. She is or a Sith. Jean Grey. Yep. There you go. Yeah. She's... There you go, Jean. And 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 what's hilarious is as she's doing stuff, she's got one eye cocked and the other one's normal. Yes. So she makes herself look ridiculous. So she drags him, carrying him with her mind, back to the house where we see dozens of other bodies of people that she's killed. So, so yes. Goldilocks is at a killer, various, too. Yes, at various stages of decay. But yes, Goldilocks is a murdering ass bitch. Yeah. Now, you made a good point. There are some bodies in there that are decades worth of decay on them. Yep. So... She's, but according to the TV, you see a news report later. She's only been broken out for like a few weeks. Yeah, so, so it doesn't work. So the only way for that to happen is if she actually dug up these people, a la fucking Ed Gein, and <laughs> brought them into her house for for company. Yeah, but they don't. Like I said, these movies are not made for thinkers. Apparently not. If you try to think about it too much, it's it it takes the fun out of the whole damn thing. Yeah. So so you just have to let some of that shit slide. Yeah. So then we cut back to the the bears. In the car, talking about how they need to get some money or they need to get something to eat because all Mama brought was porridge and they're tired of porridge. They're sick of porridge. Sick of Fuck porridge. porridge. So they want to get something to eat, but they have no money. So then, like, okay, well, uh, Baby Bear's like, we can go on welfare. And he's like, no, we're not going on welfare. We're going to get the money the old-fashioned way. We're going to earn it. And, and then rob they, a bank. They come running out of a bank with a big old bag of fucking money. Yep. So they get into the car. <laughs> Baby Bear and Papa Bear get into the car. Mama Bear starts the car. And then... We're treated to the fucking old Batman TV show thing where in order to make the Batmobile look fast, they, they sped the footage. The, they had yeah. to speed the footage up. So they do that with their car. That's, that's hilarious. And in the meantime, there's a TV reporter that's just horribly phoning. Oh, yeah. And she's talking about the case. And she explains that Papa Bear and Baby Bear are serving a combined sentence of 4,726 oh, yeah. <laughs> years for their various crimes. In an, uh, in an insane asylum. If anybody Four would have that much, just, they just run some bolts through them and ended it. 4,000 <laughs> it's, like, it's like the, the scriptwriter is like, I don't know, just pick a fucking random pick number. Pick a number, shit. I don't know, two and a half billion years. Who gives a shit? They're not going to worry about that. Yeah, no kidding. Then 4,000. That's when the bill shows up for the pizza. It's $47.26. Hey, 47. <laughs> hey, that'll work. Yeah, fuck <laughs> but, so yeah, so then uh, they they speed off after their their bank robbery and and it's we, a lot of back and forth. It's the it's the reporters talking about the criminals, the criminals running around in the car doing nothing. Yeah, and Goldilocks in there drinking soda and sharing it with her dead victims and shit. And it's just going around and around and around. Finally, the bears arrive at this house. Yes, Goldilocks is in the shower and two and a third. What is it? Two thirds. Three quarter, you know, two segments and a third through the movie, or yeah, half so through the movie. Where we are about seventy five percent through the movie, and finally, 
I get my rescue titties. But, the, but as you mentioned, they're not really rescuing. But anything. they're not rescue at this point because they weren't used to keep people glued to the TV. Yeah, this is literally the end of this fucking movie. So we'll just call them gratuitous in this particular uh, yes. instance. They weren't really necessary for the movie, but they did it anyway. And they were appreciated. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's in the shower singing, doing stupid shit. And, Mama, and the bears are like, okay, we need to sneak in and figure out who it is. And, and Papa Bear is like, okay, we'll go in, just keep the Uzi on us. Yeah. But when we when we get inside and we see what what Mama Bear is holding, she's not holding an Uzi. No. She's holding a goddamn stormtrooper rifle. That's hilarious. It literally is a stormtrooper rifle. It's... <laughs> that that they borrowed from a Star Wars prop toy. Yeah. Well, like I said, this segment just dove off a cliff it went way off it went it to did. fucking it, it, benny it, it, hill it, it territory got, exactly boom yes. good explanation for it slapsticky it started to get stupid it's straight away from the quote-unquote horror aspect yes. if there is any to this movie really you know just the light stuff we've seen so far but this segment just went way off the rails way off the rails so papa bear goes into the shower wait let's go back a little bit first they walk up and they look into the bedrooms and they do their stupid fucking lines of Somebody's sleeping in my bed. Yeah. Somebody's sleeping in my bed. But the thing is, all the people sleeping in their bed are corpses. Well, that was funny is then Baby Bear, the big tard, goes into his room. Yeah. Says, and somebody's been sleeping in mine. He pulls back the curtain. It's just an arm just laying an arm. in the bed. He's like, he's like, he's like hey. It's, it's funny. So then Papa Bear goes into the shower and confronts her and says, get out of here. What the hell are you doing in my house? And then they start talking. They realize we have something in common. We're all cold-blooded killers. We're all killers. Yeah, you and, remind and, me of my parents who I just slaughtered. And yeah, all this shit. So, but the stormtrooper gun is fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. You're sitting there looking. At, this is no damn Uzi. No, yeah, it is a it is a fucking stormtrooper <laughs> rifle. I, I'm pretty sure you're about as accurate as a stormtrooper as well. And then we go to the police station. I mean, because like I said, this movie, this little segment is all over the place. Finally, yeah. they go to the police station where these guys are, have de- somehow devised that you know, this is the only place they can be held up anywhere right. in the whole county. Because uh, logic, I guess. I suppose. So they're they're planning a raid on the house. <laughs> so then we cut back and Baby Bear is flirting with Goldilocks and they like each other. And then they start rumbling around. And somehow Goldilocks has a dry hump orgasm. Well, what it is before that, he grabs her, starts kissing on her and stuff. So she does her stupid little cross-eyed, you know, goofy oh, look thing. about that. And yeah. pulls the tree trunk down on him or a telephone pole or something. It's some a tree shit. trunk, yeah. It looks like a telephone pole or whatever. But anyway, it hits him and it drives him into the ground like fucking wily Looney fucking Tunes. coyote. Yes. And and it hits him twice, but he comes out of the hole like <laughs> he comes out of the hole. He looks at the fucking camera breaking the fourth wall, yeah, and says, "Wow, what a woman!" Jumps out of the hole, not even hurt. Yep. So he's superhuman. Picks her up, starts to sexually assault her, and then does the dry hump. Nope. Yeah. But then, but then she like he's on top of her, kissing her, assaulting her. But then all of a sudden she starts liking it. And she has this telekinetic orgasm and makes the whole ground, the house, and everything shake. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So she has a dry hump telekinetic orgasm. <laughs> So then she's in love with, uh, and while she's doing it, she's cross-eyed, and it zooms in on her cross-eyed ass, yep. which is fucking stupid. So then she's in love with baby boy, or baby bear. Uh, so then it cuts to them at the dinner table, getting ready to eat dinner. 
and they're like, "Oh, this porridge sucks." They're bitching uh, about porridge again. They're like, "Damn it, it's too screw. hot. Let's 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 go for a walk until it cools." So, and then Papa yeah, she Bear's does like, yeah, she does that. She goes, "Let's go for a walk in the woods while it cools." I mean, they're going by the story loosely. Yeah, and he's like, "Ah, fuck that. Let's go get a pizza." And that part was funny. It was that funny. part was funny. He's, he's like, like, "Yeah, let's go get a pizza." Yeah, exactly. So then they take off. They take off. Right? They take off. The Here. cops fucking swarm in. No, and they're not even swarming. They're just they're casually walking. walking across. They're like me. It's like a crosswalk at a school. They just kind of yeah. all come across, just calmly walking. They, yeah. they position themselves in the woods, and then they open fire. They start shooting into the house. On this house with nobody in it. And they, they hit, they hit, hit the a dynamite. stick of dynamite. They hit the dynamite Blows that dynamite Mama Bear up. had. Yeah. So they assume at that point, quote unquote, that the Bear Gang is dead. And Goldilocks. And Goldilocks. Meanwhile, they're at the pizza place eating pizza. And they see the news report, and they realize that they have a new fresh start because they people do. think they are dead. Because everybody thinks they're dead. And so the last scene of this terrible, terrible, terrible segment is they are at the register, and they're getting ready to pay, and the lady's adding everything up. Before she can finish her sentence, uh, Goldilocks straight Vader fucking force chokes her ass. I love it. That was good. Knocks her on the ground, and then she they look at her, and she looks at them, and she's like, it's on me. It's on me. So then they walk out. No, and, and ignoring the rest of the staff, but they, they, yeah. she, yeah, she, she Vader chokes the fucking. <laughs> Another funny I part, though. It. Another funny part is so they walk to the car. They get, so it's like this long, this, this far away shot of them getting into the car. They back out and they get ready to drive out. As they're driving out, they just happen to find some dude walking by and they fucking run him over. They just hit him. Funniest fucking they just thing. fucking hit him. <laughs> no reason. She just, it's like, oops, sorry, my bad. And they just take off. So that's the end of that segment. Okay, so did, did we give segment two a grade? Uh, not I don't think really. we did. I kind of gave it like a two and a half, two three and a half. turd. There's no half turds in this motherfucker. There's there's no droplets. Yep. There's no fucking. Uh, well, uh, section two. I'm, I gave section two, but roughly a two turd. Two it's turd. All, it's okay. Yeah, I gave it two. As like well. I said, they're all slow, but they get there. But then that 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 stupid jump, um, from behind and below the lady, yeah, like knock it up two spaces. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That that Merle haggard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what about this third segment? What'd you give third that? Third segment for me uh, was. So god awful. Mm-hmm. I'm giving that a one turd. Give it a one turd. I'm okay. giving it a one turd for pure stupidity and entertainment value. Okay, I am going. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, there were a couple <laughs> of a couple of times where I laughed, like with the pizza quote, and then you know other stuff. But uh, the rescue titties were nice. Um, that knocked up a bunch, but it was so it, as we mentioned, it was so far downhill and so into Benny Hill territory that I. I have to give it a three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. It was my least favorite of the three, even though it had the RTs. No, I understand. It was the least favorite of the three. It's all good. So then the final part of the wraparound story, uh, he finished just telling the story. He leaves the room. As he's walking downstairs, um, all of a sudden we're greeted to this You hear weird... a growl. You start hearing this growling, and the kid's looking around. He looks up, and There's one of his dolls or something. No, or I don't it's... think it's a doll. It's just this monster that's like attached to his wall for some fucking reason. Yeah, but it, it looks ridiculous. It's got this weird big fucking head and big big mouth, and it looks like it's melted and shit. And, and it just, it doesn't like, it, 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 go t- it goes towards the kid, but it doesn't jump towards him. It looks like whoever was holding it in the background just let it go. <laughs> And this lifeless doll just fell towards the kid. And then you hear this screaming going on. And he's like, ah. I mean, it's and then like the kid's getting shredded up. Yeah. And they, the uncle's like, nah. Yeah. He sits there. He listens to it. And then like the screaming stops. And he uncle looks. And he's like, nah. And then the movie ends. Boom. Done. And I tell you what. Right there. Yeah. 
that right there did it for me and boosted the movie because that little brat was annoying as fuck. <laughs> so I am glad they let the monster get him at the end. Because oh my god! So I, I, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you real quick. We we are as as we're we're recording this, the the credits are playing, and as James was was uh, mentioning about the kid dying, I happened to uh, look look up real quick and noticed that one of the crew members, I shit you not, was named Alice in Wonderland. It was <laughs> her name was Allison, A L L I S O N. There it is. Last name. She's a production assistant. Holy shit. Allison A L L I S O N Wonderland W N D E L E R L A N D. Well, I mean, they had references and little Easter eggs all through the movie. They had the two detectives. One of them was Jack B Nimble, and one was Jack B Quick. Jack B Quick. But seriously, but the, the, fucking her name is Allison Wonderland. It is. Is one, that I don't know. W N yeah W N D E R L A N D. Allison. That's okay. Anyway, so yeah. So all right, James. Let me hear your final final score for this movie. Oh, I'm gonna tell you. What, I'm gonna be nice to this one. This was a good good way to wrap up the season. Okay genuinely crappy as hell mm -hmm. this one is a so good it's are so bad it's good to me okay okay uh it's not quite the level of jack frost but overall quality everything plus they took the kid out i am still giving this bastard a one star one star because okay. the few things in the movie i was hoping would happen did happen there were some great funny parts yeah there were some boring stretches but i liked it this is one I would watch again with friends and stuff okay. like that. And it's, it's just freaking horribly good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I'm going with a one, one, with star. A one turd. And it's a hell of a way to finish the year. All right. So, James is saying it's oh, one, the, of the, the one of the seasons. Your, excuse me. Your new classic. So, uh, definitely hang on to it and watch it over and over again. Um, if you can take it. If you can take it. I am. Uh, <sighs> It's really such. It's like a. It's really a split decision for me because, as as we mentioned, there's certain scenes from all three segments that I we liked a lot that we laughed our ass off. Oh yeah. I mean that that wolf scene where he jumps up, <laughs> he jumps up from underneath the lady, had us laughing for like five minutes. Yep. Because it was so fucking ridiculous the way they shot it and the way it looked and how they executed it. It's like it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Uh, and I say that a lot. I know I say that a lot, but it was. Yep. And it was so fucking funny. Um, and then the um, what was what was the segment from the first one that we thought was funny as shit? What was that? Um, that was the uh, the 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 Kali Mall and the damn the Mall, face hugger. The face hugger heart that was fucking yes. great as well. That oh was great my as well. god! The third one, I mean, honestly, the the best parts of that were the RTs, the stormtrooper gun, <laughs> and then I think that's it. And all the force powers, man. How can you not love it? Because it was done badly. Because it, because it it took away from the force power when they zoom in on her face and her eyes are fucking cross-eyed. I know, but it's supposed to be bad, uh, dude. And then the Benny Hill esque like like fast speed motion. Yeah. And then and then the fucking Looney Tunes with the with the, the tree stump. And then, uh, it, yeah, it just it didn't really do it for me. Um, I am gonna go two turns. Well, two turns still ain't bad. It's reputable. It's not as good as as, as some as many of our other movies, but it's a hell of a lot better than some of our other movies. But uh, there's definitely some quality there if you can get through the boring parts. Yes. Um, get through the boring parts because it seems at the very least that everything, all three of them have something towards the end 
that will make you laugh and make it worth makes up worth the other 20 minutes that of bullshit. 20 or something minutes yeah exactly yeah. so stick with it if you can the wraparound story is complete and utter bullshit it's it's fucking stupid and i don't even keep... <laughs> fast forward past the wraparound story every time you see the uncle go in the room bitch and just fast forward yeah, yeah. fast forward past that shit just watch the three segments um except I... the last the you gotta last... watch the little kid taken get taken out. You if, gotta watch it. If if you find joy in watching kids get killed, then then watch it. If you don't, then fast forward that bullshit anyway because it's, <laughs> it's not really worth it. Um, but yeah, I give it a two. James give it a one. Um, but I agree. I think this is definitely a good movie to end the season on. Absolutely, so much better than how we sit in the last season because last season still hurts me a lot. Um, yes, this was it's nineteen eighty six. I don't even want to say cult classics. I don't think it's reached that status yet, but it's definitely a what the suck classic. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, James, why don't you tell the fine folks at home where they can find us or where they can send their friends to find us? All right, y'all. You can find us on the fourthhand.com network along with our sister project, State of Fear. Uh, you'll also find several other shows there to occupy your time while we are transitioning to season three. Like the wonderful Beyond Terrestrial show? Absolutely. Those guys are fantastic. Good friends, good guys, great show, very informative. And Go check them out. Please. Um you can also find us, of course, on the Big Evil Facebook under What the Suck, and you can find us on Instagram under What the Suck. You can't follow me anymore because my friends list is full. Man, y'all, y'all fill up his friends list. Good job, That's people. All right. Give you the, the slow all golf right. clap. Five thousand people and forty-eight hundred of them. I have no idea who they are. That's okay. <laughs> I don't care. They're all paranormal peeps and horror peeps and all that good stuff. It's good. It's a good um, crowd to be in. And like I said, as far as the podcast itself, you can find us on any podcasting platform: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Anchor. Yep. Yeah, like you said, uh, Castbox. We're still there. We're on there too. We're everywhere. Anywhere, 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 anywhere podcast yes. can we listen to. We are there. We are like uh we are like an ex-girlfriend or like herpes. We're there. And we always will be. That's right. Now, I would like to before this before we wrap this episode, uh congratulate my co-host Chris on another fine season. Oh, yes. Yeah, we got to you. through it. Yeah. yeah. Excellent editing, my friend. Thank you. And Thank you. We appreciate uh, the high quality product that you pump out. Sir. Well, thank you. And and speaking of of, of product, we we are always looking for movie recommendations. So if you have a movie that you want to recommend us watch or review, send it to us on either Facebook or Instagram. Um, if you if you just want to uh, reach out to us for whatever reason, email us at whatthesuckpodcast at gmail dot com. That's correct. Or through our Facebook or Instagram. Um, but yeah, but thank you. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. We, we've done some really great movies. We've done some not so great ones. Um, yep. but, uh, I am looking forward to all of the big fun changes for next season. Season three is going to be something. We got some stuff in the pipeline we need to figure out. So for sure. Pretty much. Cause yeah. we, 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 we're trying to think of, uh, how do you improve on perfection? I well, mean, you know what? It's very hard. Actually, just, just <laughs> bring in some rescue titties. Just got that's something that always works for me. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Chris, and I'll see y'all at the next season's shit fest. And this is James. And if it ain't on what the suck, it ain't shit.
You've been listening to a fourth hand joint. Looking for a brew unique to you? Find it at Kroger. Discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like Guatemala and dark and handsome. They're so organic, so sustainable, and so good. Visit Kroger today to get yours. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.